Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. This is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. And we are closing off April in Paris with a French movie that never quite makes it to Paris, but we talk about Paris a lot. Like, everybody's going to Paris, except we never get there. And that is <laughs> Les Demoiselles de Rochefort. Or the young girls of Rochefort. That hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that's that's not a horrible French accent. I'm sorry, French people, people who speak French. I apologize <laughs> in advance. But yeah, that's what we're doing today. It is the third of like a kind of loose trilogy, kind of like last time. But this one is by uh, Jacques Demy, and it is the third <laughs> after Lola and the Umbrellas of Chabour. This one has an actress, two actresses actually, that we've seen before. Catherine Deneuve and Danielle Derieux, I think, who were both in Wittfam. So that's fun. And they played mom and daughter there too. I don't really have any history with this given <laughs> I watched it for the first time today. And the previous two movies I watched for the first time yesterday. That's my history. What is yours? I have no history <laughs> whatsoever with the. <laughs> like, I've never heard of this before you brought it up to me. I did not know that Francoise and Catherine, the two twins in the movie. Oh, right, were yes. They're actual sisters. Actual yeah, they're actual sisters. Like I, did. like, I thought they looked similar. I was like, oh, they casted this, like, not too badly. Like, I would buy that they were but their actual sisters. Also, Gene Kelly's in this? Yes. And yes, I, is. like, when he popped up, I genuinely was like, because, like, I watched An American in Paris and then Lola and then The Umbrellas of Cherbourg yesterday in a row. And so by the time I watched today, I watched this today, when Gene Kelly popped up, I was like, now which one of the two movies was he in? <laughs> and it took me like a moment. It took me until he started singing for me to be like, oh, this is fucking Gene Kelly. Leah, you dumbass. <laughs> that is that is that. And we can we can get into it. So prepare for me to have trouble saying any of these song names if I remember to actually say them. Because uh, it's Oh, uh, you can say the English names, I think. Do they not say uh, the English names? They do, but I was prepared to give it a shot. I but, mean you, you know, can. You can give it a shot if you want. <laughs> I went to French in college for like two years you know I mm. have some intermediate knowledge <laughs> please don't ask me anything in French I was only good <laughs> at listening I can't speak <laughs> oh, God. also this movie does something which I greatly appreciate and it's something that I always say in any of the films that we watch they keep track of time the days pass oh. Also, yeah, Jacques Demy is really good at that. Sorry, the last two movies too, like the first two movies too, 
so good at just like we know what's happening we know when it is at all times god i love that thank you demi (laughs) i appreciate you so much just for this is just a little like it's just a little sticker over the thing it's just like friday and i'm just like oh my god cry (laughs) anywho we open on this scene of these men and women they appear to be on it's not a barge but they're like being carried over across the water on this like floating platform they're part of a fair but we don't get all of that information actually we just see them dancing they're very talented i was like as i heard the opening notes i was like oh this this music's kind of nice actually so mm-hmm. this traveling fair is going to Russia. They seem to be traveling to different places. It later becomes a plot point that the next stop that they're going to is Paris. But now they're coming to Rochefort for that weekend. The ones that we meet from that troupe initially, um, after like a very long dance, se- the, the dance sequence isn't short, <laughs> I will say. Also, I think one of the actors is the actor that plays um, Bernardo in the 1961 West Side Story. Is it George? Yeah, he's Bernardo. And the guy who's next to him was Snowboy in West Side Story. Oh! So yeah, they're both from, okay. <laughs> they're both from West Side Story. <laughs> That's why he looked familiar too. I just recognized... Bernardo, because I don't know, his face was very, very like I was like yeah. immediately I knew where to place him. Okay, cool, love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I too was staring at them. I was just like, who are you? Apparently, they filmed an English version of this side by side with the original. Yes, I saw that and too. <laughs> we are never gonna see it. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, that's nuts. I mean, like, I love the French of it all. It's yeah. chic or whatever, right? But, like, I'm just like, like I kind of want to hear, see, and hear the English version. Just to say I have, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll be able to find, like, because I think there's, like, a recording of the English soundtrack on YouTube, mm. but the actual movie Mm, don't know but yes being sidetracked so uh, um (laughs) (laughs) bernardo and snowboard are are etienne and bill and they are carnival workers and they are actually there to sell products as well like you can see they have like shell and honda and like all these like all these like companies that I guess they're also representing along with the fair. I'm not sure how that works, but they come into this cafe, which seems to be next to the fountain that they're going to set up the fair in like the little park. And there we meet Yvonne, Yvonne. who is, I mean, I'm, I'm like doing it a little out of order, but we meet Yvonne there and she is, I guess, running the cafe and we meet a couple of the other patrons there. We meet Josette, um, I think. Josette, yeah, who is like a worker there. But yeah, she's she's very friendly. They seem to establish a very good rapport very quickly. I was like, mm. maybe maybe this is just how things are in 
France in the 60s, I guess, because everyone's just really friendly to share everything. Yvonne is the mother of one son named Bobo, who we will meet in a second, but also these twin girls named Solange and Delphine, who are our main main characters. They're fraternal twins, so they don't look exactly like one is blonde, one is brunette, as is the case for two women in this time period. (laughs) (laughs) One will be blonde and one will be brunette, and that is how it works. Um, That's how you tell them apart. It's it's like two women and it's like, I don't know how to tell women apart at all. (laughs) How am I meant to tell twins apart? I, I will say, like, their fashion was very particular. Everybody had bangs. Every single woman <laughs> had some solid bangs. And I was like, is this the point in which bangs were the epitome of fashion? I'm getting this sense because all the girls have ba- No girl does not have bangs. I am a little like, concerned. Mod 60s. It was, like, yeah. very mod 60s vibes. The girls are doing a kind of arts practice Solange is on the piano the piano the piano (laughs) doing solfege singing along with these children who are dancing in leotards led by her sister Delphine so Solange is the primary musician and Delphine is a dancer and she's giving lessons the lesson finishes, and then we get the song. It's so fun. It is so yeah. fun. It is, it is a very cute song. Chanson des Jumelles, the twin song. It's very cute. It introduces us to their personality, the fact that they are young women uh, who like still have like hopes and dreams and they want to go out and do stuff but they're not like fanciful like they're still also practical like they don't give in to the flights of fancy that they have so they have interesting interesting like personalities built in but it, it's always the case that they're after the loves of their lives and that is like the main through fair for the entire film. They are they are wanting to find that person that they love. I think Delphine goes off to pick up their little uh, brother Bobo. But back in the cafe, Yvonne is fully expecting them to forget because I guess that's a thing that they have done in the past. They're busy women. Mm-hmm. So... So... I think she wanted Josette to get Bobo, but she was busy, so she let the two random men that she met. Bro, that's the thing. That like, because like I'm like, because like, girl, like, you literally met them maybe an hour ago. What are you doing? They seem nice and everything, but what are you doing? Oh, I mixed it up. Delphine was going to see Giam, her boyfriend, uh, at the yes. time. That's that's where she was going. And I forgot about Maxence, who is this very, very blonde uh, 
and I mean that in like yeah. a, I don't mean that in it. I just mean like his hair was like th- that was the first thing I noticed about him was how light mm. his hair was. Um, mm. But he is a sailor, but he has this vision of himself as like a man of the the arts of the sensitive arts. He's a poet and a painter, and he has this image of an ideal woman that he has painted and displayed yes. in a gallery and he keeps trying to get people to go and see it but none of them do and i'm just like my god (laughs) i know i I was like jesus christ somebody please go see this this would have been salt like so like so (laughs) many many a time would he have found this girl had like the appropriate <gasps> people gone and indulged him for a moment. I swear. But yes. So he, he seems like a fairly nice guy. And we actually get a song of his, which mm-hmm. is about that desire of his to find someone to to meet his... Not his expectation. I don't mean that in like a bad way, but he's just like a very like wistful and longing sort of person. So it, it's that kind of desire to find love, and he's been searching everywhere for this for this woman that he sees in his fantasy and X Y Z. And it comes the same melody comes back like a couple times. I think yeah. Delphine also uses it later to sort of sing literally the exact same song about him even Mm -hmm. though neither of them know they're singing it about each other but it's fine whatever yeah but delphine goes to see gem who is the owner i think of this gallery yeah she goes in and he has like a gun pointed at some paints which he shoots and like Mm -hmm. paint splatters and i'm just like what kind of (laughs) okay i guess that's one way to art why are you doing it Mm -hmm. in the gallery it's just like you're in like a random building and you're just shooting anyway she goes in (laughs) and they have this sort of back and forth banter a little bit but then she spots the painting that maxence has done but she doesn't know maxence and she asks yam about it and he initially thinks that she's posed for the painting but when she explains it no she has no idea but the likeness is uncanny he's just like trying to brush it off it's like no no that's like maybe a little bit but it's a coincidence and then she's like oh i would really love to meet the painter where is he and he's he's just like oh he's gone back to paris whatever and i'm just like damn <laughs> she's yeah. also meet it. <laughs> But she has come there to break up with him, yes. and I I don't I don't know what their relationship was like prior to this moment, mm. but it doesn't seem like she was like maybe it's because he he liked the arts and she thought that they had something in common there, but he doesn't it doesn't like seem like she likes him. Maybe it's his ego. Um, I mean, like I mean, even in the song that they have in this you know in this moment and i mean the way in which she she sort of describes 
his attitude towards her or whatever it almost at least to me felt like he liked her in like loved her in a way as like she's this like beautiful possession of mine but wasn't like mm -hmm. interested in her as a person you know yeah and like so like he you know saying like i love you and things like that or whatever and it's like she's like it's not the love that i want it's not romantic <laughs> it's not you know and then they have like oh i love this song it's just like it's super fast i love a little pitter patter song um like so after this they break up and i don't know i guess it's a thing that i admire about this film and maybe it's france but like when she's like oh I, I never want to see you again or stuff like that he's just like okay like he doesn't like, he still comes back, like we see later, he comes back, like, time and time again to be like, no, you're gonna marry me. And she's just like, I don't want to see you anymore. No. He's just like, all <laughs> right. And he just, he just turns around and walks away. And I'm just like, yeah. what? <laughs> I am not used to that at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm used to, like, oh, come on, you know, like, the the begging and the, the hedging and the, like, in that moment. And, like, he does come yeah. back. But, like, he gives her space immediately after she says no. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. That was an option. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to that at all. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, so when she breaks up and they say goodbye, he turns back to his painting and continues shooting at it. And she goes off. You know what you just reminded me of? I'm sorry. Like... Like, it's related, kind of, tangentially. Uh-huh. In An American in Paris, Jane Kelly's character will not leave the, like, the the protagonist that he falls in love with or whatever. Mm -hmm. He basically, not, I was going to say bullies her, but, like, no, he, like, bothers her into, like, going out with him. Because, like, he meets her at a club. Mm -hmm. He basically like puts her in an awkward position and is like, come dance with me mm -hmm. or whatever. And she's uninterested. She, he again puts her in an awkward position to get her number. He gets it. She calls. She's like, no. He goes over to her job. She's like, no. He does not leave until she says yes. God. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, obviously I'd never seen an American in Paris before, but I was like, no. <laughs> and they end up together? No. <laughs> I don't like this. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, no. So yeah, no, I also appreciated like the sort of non-predatory way a lot of this went. <laughs> I really, I just, it's so weird just to see. I was like, and I don't right. mean weird in a bad way. I was just like, I, okay. Um, yeah. I guess this is how things could 
exist could, and yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But yes, so Delphine then goes to get Bobo, but the men have also gone to get Bobo. Boo-boo. Why not calling him Bobo? Bobo's a clown. Boo-boo. When all the kids come out, Delphine calls Boo-boo, which the men also come over to be like, hey, we're here to collect Boo-boo. And she's just like, oh, sure you are. Which, appropriate reaction, because who (laughs) are you? The heck? (laughs) And they're like, oh, Yvonne sent us your sister or something? They call... Delphine Boo's aunt and he's mm-hmm. like no she's my sister I guess they have a significant visual age difference yep. she ends up just being like well actually that's kind of beneficial for me because I don't really <laughs> want and she just leaves him with them I was like <laughs> what what <laughs> like I understand, like, if you're, it's you're, so I mean, I, I barely understand your mom sending them for, for her child. Yeah. I barely understand that. I understood yeah. your reaction when you were like, okay, whatever, yeah. um, go mm-hmm. away. And then, and then, and then you just, you yeah. just learn, yeah. yeah, sure, have him. <laughs> but yes, so they leave Abubu with the man who end up buying him, like, a boat, a toy boat, and they'd also been asked to grab glue for a grandpa who was building the models. And they return to the cafe, and Boo-Boo's just happy to be a menace. He's like a menace throughout this whole film. <laughs> I swear. Like, like no, like no sense of decorum whatsoever. He's just like, I will do what I want. And what about it? What yeah, will they, you do? They just let him as well. Yeah. Like, they, like, like kind of say something. Like, for example, uh, Delphine makes a comment about, like, how he was dirty when she picks him up. The mom does say, like, get off the tables because he, at one point, gets on the tables. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Solange does make a comment about how he like tore his clothes and stuff because he was probably fighting or whatever and it's like they do acknowledge that something happened but also he has no punishments so he does not know not to do those things ever again uh i think also once they returned uh yvonne ends up asking them i can't remember specifically what she asks them but they begin uh telling her about how they travel from place to place they have like a whole song and dance about it version de ville uh, it's a fun little it's a fun little tune oh yes it is fun dancing they're like cheeky. It's great. But yeah, they travel around selling vehicles and like as part of a carnival or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> Delphine at one point tells Solange about like this mysterious artist who has 
painted this image of her and how he's gone to Paris and she's I think she's like tentative on the idea because they've always had like I guess dreams to like leave Roche first because it doesn't it it's not a nowhere town but it doesn't seem like a town where you get very famous so like yeah, yeah we'll go to Paris and so it's at this moment after Delphine is like wistfully singing about this man um, they decide okay we're gonna go to Paris on Monday it's like we're gonna leave and I'm just like yeah wow wow That's like <laughs> no plans no nothing just like and we're going okay <laughs> Like, I, I guess they have shit sorted out. I mean, they really didn't, because at the end, we can see that Solange forgot to cancel a, a tutoring appointment. It's like, of course. But Solange then goes to see a music friend of hers, because she he has uh, connections to a composer in Paris, named, uh, an American named Andy who like she wants to kind of like use that they're friends but she wants to also like potentially use his connection to like get her connected with him so that she actually have like some something to do once they get into paris yeah because she she wants to be a, a great composer so she goes to the the music store which they have this so when we meet simon and mm. we we like them too. They is it me, or are they like? Yeah. <laughs> when I tell you, I let, <laughs> let me tell you. Okay, okay. So they she yeah. So she comes in or whatever to the music shop or whatever. There were a group of nuns. They leave. They there's like this cute little joke about the fact that his last name is Dom. So he's. Monsieur Dom, whatever. So they have this like vaguely flirtatious rapport, right? It's not like flirty, flirty, <laughs> flirty, but yeah. like it's kind of like that vibe of like, I think I like you. And it's, and I was like, mm hmm, okay. <laughs> and then it like, he gets into a little bit of a like okay so they have their little conversation mm -hmm. about how and where she you know asks him about andy and he sort of explains andy might be in paris or whatever he we used to go to a conservatory together then he became big famous and whatever they give us all of that exposition and then he is like anyways yeah so i moved here <laughs> I moved here from Paris because of love, kind of. Because this woman that I loved or whatever, I met her here, I think. And I'm like, she was my fiance. Like, this was 10 years ago. So I'm like, okay, 10 years ago, I guess. Because, like, part of me was like, because, okay, fine. Did, so, did, you, did you have, like, the moment where you thought, like, he was her dad or something? Yes! Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. And I was so fucking uncomfortable. I was so fucking uncomfortable about it. I was like, please don't flirt with her because that might be your daughter, sir. Like, but then no, I was like, but then 10 years. And I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, 10 years. 
But then, like, it kind of, like, washed over me the detail that, like, the twins were not his kids. <laughs> like, like that they were in boarding school and there were someone else's kids <laughs> plus the fiance. You know what I mean? Like, it, it like, yeah. sort of washed over me that that was the case. That, like, at best, he would have been the stepfather. Uh-huh. But still, I was like, so, like, the, I was just like, please don't look at her like that. Please don't look at him like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I think, I think I, I like, I, I started to let it go near to the end. Like, it took the whole movie for me to, like, be like, okay, I'm just like, Oh, it's because, like, I mean, I have no excuse for, I mean, sure, Solange doesn't know, but I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe, like, her hair is, like, the same color as her mom's, and, like, they have, like, similar facial structures, so maybe he, like, sees her in Solange, and that's why he keeps, like, but he doesn't, like, outrightly know that that's the reason so I'm just like I'm trying to justify <laughs> the last like hour and a half. I'm just like, <laughs> I think yeah no it's yeah I was like very uncomfortable about that, <laughs> particularly in that scene because I forget about it, and then I remembered when Andy comes back into the picture, and I was like right. There is this detail. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get there, I guess. But yes, so they have this thing. He explains how he had this fiance. He gives us a bit of information in the song. Like, so he he had a child with her 10 years ago. And she had twins who were in boarding school. So he never met them. Um, which I'm like, the, did and, she just yep. never... <laughs> <laughs> Did she never, like, say their names? Do you not remember at all? Maybe it's the 10 years. I don't know. Maybe it's, like... um... Also, for Solange, too, to hear these details, Anaka, hmm, that's funny. I'm a twin who has a brother who's 10 years old. And my mother, you know, we went... at, At one time, we lived wherever, and now we're here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we were in boarding school. I think I remember, like, us being in boarding school. But maybe everyone goes to boarding school. Like, maybe that's not, like, like a detail. <laughs> like, I legitimately, like, at some point, I was like, but if... How many twins is... are in Rochefort? <laughs> <laughs> How many saying. twins... <laughs> Are there in this town, in this small seaside town? Uh, (laughs) That's what I am saying. That, like, that's what I was, I'm like, but also legitimately just her hearing these details and not for a second being like, that kind of sounds like my family anyways, you know? I All just right. I was hoping I I was hoping like she would at least like think about it like right? maybe not say it outright to him but just be like huh but that never happens <laughs> it never happened I was like oh, god damn it okay I guess we're just moving forward from here now 
Oh my god. Um misconnections uh, upon misconnections, I swear. <laughs> so so we get his song and then it's Solange's turn to pick up Boo Boo, which again, like I guess her mom has sent the men after Boo Boo again. So she, she goes does not to trust her daughters. <laughs> She's like I guess... they will never pick him up. <laughs> so she goes to also why is he going to school on a Saturday? Anyway, it's fine. Yeah. So she picks him up and again she oh, I forgot like there was an actual brilliant moment where I think Solange questioned her sister because she was telling her about the men and she's like you just left boo boo with two strange men and i was just like oh my god the only person that has any oh, right. sense this is when they were having like lunch or whatever which by the way at some point um solange is playing the recorder and she is not oh my god playing. i don't even want to talk about the instrument playing in this movie i don't want to i don't even want to mention it i don't want to get into it at all i'm so upset i'm so upset you don't understand jesus christ at least pretend at least pretend that you're they playing not, she, they did not even <laughs> try not one time like they were not even trying to pretend that like there was a moment where she literally <sighs> like i was like girl the notes are literally changing <laughs> the notes like, are changing sweetie like what are you doing <laughs> no because they would pick up the trumpet and like i understand like the trumpet it only has like three things so like you don't like you don't know how they change notes in that Fair enough. A recorder has holes all the way down. What Bro. the heck are you doing with one hand on the thing? And not Bro. not even all of your fingers are... Co- Listen. I, I legitimately... I was staring at that recorder. I was like half paying attention <laughs> to what was actually going on in the scene because I was like... Solange, babe, you're the you're like the instrumentalist in the family. What's going on? <laughs> like they, they didn't teach you to play like, or at least to pretend to play a tune. Like, okay. Whenever they whenever they would put her on the piano, but they'd only show her from the chest up. I'm like, thank God, please. I legitimately, if I see what her hands are doing, I might no, scream. I, yeah, no, that, that, <laughs> that made me laugh as well. Because I was like, they knew. They knew at least that part. They, that part, people who definitely don't know how to play instruments would be able to clock that she's not playing anything. But there is also a moment we where we do see it for like, it's literally, it's later, but like it's literally for two seconds. And the notes are going down. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost certain <laughs> she's not doing that. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, that it truly tickled me. I was like, "What is going on?" There's some, there's some things you have to like let go and let yep. God. And I, yep. I was struggling. I was like, "Who?" The only saving grace in this movie is that the music is actually kind of nice. Yeah. And it comes to music being portrayed in this movie. <laughs> because, wow. 
but yes so picking back (laughs) picking back up solange is picking up her brother yes she's she's chastising him because he's got his shirt torn uh from fighting and the men are there to pick up blue again but this time solange completely rebuffs them She's like, no, you're not taking my brother. It's like, what the hell? Even though Boo Boo is protesting and he's like, I want to go with them. Like, I want ice cream. I want this, that, the other. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, And he ends up distracting Solange enough that she ends up running into this random person, this man. Um, And everything falls onto the street. So they begin picking, picking it up together. And... She looks up and he looks up and it's Gene Kelly. Uh, with, <laughs> and with, this is the moment where I was like, mm, and which French actor from the last two movies is this? <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgetting what Gene Kelly looks like. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> to be fair, I think he was like in his 50s by then, so... He might not mm. look exactly the same as he did in American. I mean, that was like it's like a decade seven. later. He looks exactly the same. It's just like a couple. Of Fair years. enough. Fair enough. But yes, continuing the epidemic of having the significantly older men meet these young women. <laughs> they like they start to like make like eyes at each other as they're like picking things up, and it, he's speaking French. And just like, uh, are you alright? Uh, can we meet again? Uh, all this stuff. And she's still enamored, but she's like, you know, keeping her mind about her. She's like, no, I don't think we can meet. And she's like, I don't think we can ever meet. And I was like, that's a little dramatic, Solange. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> it, it is and I, I, and I don't even know for what. Like, legitimately. <laughs> And then Boo Boo's just like, that guy has some nerve. But I guess it was because she knew that she was leaving for Paris. Like, she'd made that decision. So she's just like, no, I don't think we're ever going to see each other again. I was just like, okay. But in the gathering of her things, um, part of her concerto that she was composing fell out of her case. And the man, the random man, who we later learn is... Andy from Paris, the one that she needs to meet. Woo! He picks it up and he starts to like sight read the music and be like, oh, this is actually kind of, kind of nice. And he begins to sing Andy in Love. And the most, like, I was just like, yeah, this is like the most Gene Kelly moment. I love that for us. and oh one of the things the details that i really like love about this is just that like people are just dancing in the street Mm -hmm. there's just choreography happening almost at all times and of course we get a little tap moment how could we not i believe he freestyled some of some stuff back in the cafe yvonne is telling Maxence and the grandfather. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, there's this random guy that gets introduced. He is uh, Subtil Dutros. 
I don't know what his purpose was. What she said that he was there for, if he was like an old friend or something. I can't remember. Yeah, I think she says something like he is an old friend of someone at some point. Okay. But yeah, he, he, he comes in and then he leaves again. But he's not here in this scene. Who's here in this scene is Grandpa and uh, Maxence, who are being told a story in the same tune as the one that Simon said about his story. But Yvonne is now telling the story of how she had this relationship and lost it with this man who was the father of Bubu. Um, and she just couldn't get over, like, his last name and how silly it sounded. And she's now lamenting over the fact that she told him a lie that some man from Mexico was going to take her and give her all of these riches and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, we got we got it. We know you're the woman that he left. We know we've <laughs> She's like, was it silly of me? And then, like, Maxon's is like, ha, 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 madame, dame. And she's like, ha, ah, yes, that is the thing, right? And I'm like, I love that, like, this relationship legitimately ended over what essentially is a pun. I think, I think she just had some insecurities because it was probably that there was nothing wrong with Simon. Sure. But she already has, like, two kids with a man, and I guess she has, like, some drama or something, so, like, she was expecting him to leave. Like, I'm fully, like, projecting a story onto these characters <laughs> that we did not receive, but I'm just, like, maybe she expected him to leave her, and so was just trying to get ahead of the curve, um, and left him instead, but she regretted it because there was actually like nothing like terribly wrong with the man. He just had a silly ass last name, and yeah. like that's not a valid reason. And it's just like, yeah, yeah no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Etienne and Bill had these two women who were in the show with them, and we saw them initially in the beginning, and then we saw them again throughout the movie where they met up with some sailors. And now it's coming up to the show and they have decided that they're going to leave um, to go I be with some screamed. sailors. I was like, <laughs> girl, are you serious? <laughs> How, like, like, I get like not being in love with these men, right? And I get <laughs> like the sailors are hot or whatever and sure, cool, whatever. You have a show, <laughs> which nah, you've good. not given them enough time to like truly prepare to replace you. Like, what do you mean you're leaving? And like, as they're preparing <laughs> to tell them too, they're like, oh, are you ready to tell them? Like, I'm scared I'm going to cry or something like that. And I'm like, girl, like you're leaving them high and dry. Like you better cry. Like, I don't know what, I don't, like, I don't know what, I don't know what we're doing here. Please, please. I think they they sing the song. Yes, they do. (laughs) 
and it's basically them being like one of the, you don't have one of them is like you don't have blue eyes and i <laughs> i was like these ladies are not serious <laughs> they cannot be serious this is not happening lies <laughs> you're breaking up with this man and you're like i'm leaving you high and dry in your little carny show and whatever because also you don't have blue eyes so goodbye <laughs> <laughs> So the girls leave and now Etienne and Bill need a show like women in their stage on their stage for their for their part of the show because they have one of the stands. I don't think they're like the whole fair, but they have one stand where they're trying to sell motorcycles. So they need an, an attraction, which was meant to be those girls, but they talk to Yvonne about it. And she's like, oh, you know, my girls are talented, but they won't do it. Like, I know what they're like, you know. Which I appreciate. Because, uh, like, <laughs> if you're an artist, like, if you're, like, a performer with family members, sometimes they just be offering you up for things. Yeah. And it's like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Could we have had a conversation about this prior? Like, I would like to have been in on the conversation prior mm-hmm. to you <laughs> offering me up to this. So, like, yeah. I appreciate her being like, I mean, like, I don't think they'll do it. <laughs> but try your luck, you know. So they go to the girls' apartment where... um uh, Solange has just been telling Delphine about how she just met her ideal man and they're right, having right. like that conversation where she's like I met him and everything but like absolutely no the men arrive and <laughs> they're not pleased to see them the girls they're just like oh you again but <laughs> they let them in anyway because they said they want to have a discussion with them and they present their idea of the girls performing. And the the girls are just like so unimpressed with the whole situation. They're just like, we're very talented people. Um, we don't do <laughs> carnival sideshow fairs. Uh, we're not strippers. What do you think this is? Uh, and it's just like, God, okay. <laughs> We love confidence in this building, but also, <laughs> but I think, I think it's, it's just... also just like they don't like them because, like, yeah, it's just that like it the audacity of these men. Mm-hmm. But I think I don't know if it's just like if that's just the way that Parisian, well, they're not Parisian, but just like how French women are sometimes or mm-hmm. can be, because they're very, like. Like, they speak their mind, like, immediately. Like, they don't... Like, and the men don't seem to, like, recoil. They they kind of just, like, take it on the chin and keep going. And I'm just like, is this just how things are? Like, <laughs> for them? Because this seems great. <laughs> but the girls are starting to come around. And the men are just like, we want you in the show. Like, if as long as it's something upbeat. So they start to do this one uh, from Hamburg to Rochefort about a sailor and like uh, this woman and 
all the things and the men are just like i'm so sick of sailors and <laughs> i don't want to hear about it so they do like a reprise of the twin song from earlier but like the men are included this time and they are just like they're ready for it like this is the upbeat that they wanted like this is the jam this is the scene in which four instruments are played <laughs> nobody is playing them <laughs> <laughs> listen just like you have to let it <laughs> let it be yeah so the girls agree to do the show and then they have dinner at the dinner are the men but i think because the girls go or at least delphine goes shopping but i can't really remember what that scene was about i just remember that she mentioned that she, she goes went shopping she goes shopping for the costumes for yes. the show and somewhere in the middle of this maxon's has introduced uh, not introduced like she ha- he had um that random guy whatever his name was the the old friend guy oh andy it's a scene about andy that's what happened so andy yeah. is trying so, like, to get bef- but to... like before that before that yeah. uh maxons and that one other guy the random man that like comes to the dinner they yeah go to the gallery or whatever he shows him mm-hmm. the por- portrait that he painted and yeah. that guy is like oh she looks familiar or something like that um but like is non-specific or whatever because he's like yeah. i don't like i she kind of looks familiar somewhere here and then gyam also like says something along the lines of I don't know. He also says something to like deter Maxence, like to chase him out of uh, not not Chiabu, That's not where they are. Um, mm-hmm. Rochefort, because like obviously again this whole thing with Delphine or whatever. So like that happens, and then we have him also being like, anyways, I'm going home for like a day or so, and then I'll be back, and then I'll be going to Paris. Mm-hmm. So like that's also going on maxence is going home as you said for a day um and they have this like pun with josette and yvonne where he's like his leave is emanante because he's going to nantes um and they use that joke like three times in the span of 20 minutes um but (laughs) i love that they use it three times but like it works twice <laughs> yeah but yes so he's leaving and he runs into solange i think it is yeah. and he's just like oh ma'am i'm so sorry I didn't oh make- no, no no we missed something what did as we miss? he's leaving as before he leaves we have yvonne reading the newspaper and she's like talking about a murder because this i was like what is going on oh right that so like does that happen yeah. before the dinner yes because maxence is there she's like reading the newspaper with like two maxence yeah and that's when he leaves to go because yeah. that's when he's leaving and he goes by the school which is where the body was found yes um to like go see before he goes you know um home 
And like, uh, there's a little connection here, I think, with Lola, like the first movie, because like the person who was killed is Lola, uh, who was a dancer, which that's that's Lola was a dancer in the movie Lola. (laughs) So that's like a, a tiny little cute nod thing going on over there but yeah so like that happened which is like it is a completely random detail and i was like (laughs) where is this going but uh... (laughs) it's like they've introduced murder (laughs) okay yeah yeah but yeah no now he bumps into solange okay so he bumps into Solange and he uses the joke about Eminence, but she's like, oh, that is bare bottom humor. That's terrible. He's like, oh, sorry. Damn. <laughs> and so he, le- he leaves her and then he runs. Uh, Andy, at the same time, is running. He also in- does mention that he is a poet and a painter. Yes. Which is like. I don't know why no one asks follow-up questions. In this <laughs> Nobody's no, no like, one, hmm, that's no connections. <laughs> no one has the time. Um, but yeah, yeah, at the same time, Andy is trying to find the location of his friend Simon's music store, because that's who he, he, he's there to see. And I think he meets Delphine who's apologizing because she's she's like I'm not like you know I'm not a silly blonde uh, who's very excitable I'm I'm like I did just go shopping but that's not why I'm so happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's just like okay um do you know where this place is and she's just like um I really don't know but that damn is a funny name um that person that you're looking for and I'm just like none of the right people know this I'm story <laughs> none of the right people know the right stories to fix this I know. This is when I, I paused and I was like okay I'm getting a pen and paper out to figure out who knows what <laughs> I was like, like where are the connections cause like nobody's asking follow up questions and I'm concerned oh my god one of the worst ones is coming up and I swear to god mm. uh, <laughs> So he doesn't know, and then um, she can't really help him. So he continues on, and he runs into Maxence. But Maxence is, I think, a bit more helpful. But he also, I think, points him in a good direction, and he tells him the eminent, the imminent joke again, mm-hmm. which it lands with Andy because, of course, it does. But he 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 goes off. Eventually, Andy makes it makes it to the music shop where he uh, meets up with Simon, who doesn't initially recognize him because I guess it's been like a number of years. And Simon is just like, oh, I just sent a letter to your agency. Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, well, I'm touring Europe and passing through on my way to Paris. And I knew that you were here. So I figured I would just stop in. But I'm leaving like tomorrow. And uh, Andy starts telling him about, like, oh, you know, touring, like, it's not that great. Like, I'm dehumanized and (laughs) it's, like, difficult. But, like, there's this, like, girl, this woman and X, Y, Z and 
Sam's just like, ah, so you're disillusioned and in love. <laughs> it's just like, no, I'm wiser and in love. But and this is um, kind of reminiscent of an American in Paris where the character that Gene Kelly is in love with and uh, harasses <laughs> is, becomes engaged with his friend's friend. All three of them sit down. In that moment, they are both talking about the same girl where one is giving advice to the other and being like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, you know, I just got engaged. If you love this girl, go tell her that you love her. Da 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 da. And I'm like, this is kind of reminiscent of that in that, like, they're talking, like, they are both, because like they both sort of end up talking about Solange mm-hmm. and how they both like, like, like her or whatever. Um, and I'm like, this is kind of like that. Anyways. <laughs> So, <laughs> in this moment <laughs> in this moment yeah um Sa- simon is telling uh andy about this friend that he has who's like really a wonderful composer and he really wants andy to like I- hear her and like get in contact with her um because he just thinks he she's amazing and andy in response is like he goes over to the piano and he starts playing this song yes and Simone initially this sounds familiar I'm like you literally just heard it like you heard this yesterday it was yesterday (laughs) like she came into this story yesterday and gave you this song how do you not (laughs) sir please he doesn't recognize where the songs he's literally like this sounds like i've heard this before but where and i was like here in this store on this piano (laughs) like in the very (laughs) position you are right now but i digress also wait does andy Andy, like specify no he doesn't doesn't specify that he picked it up from a girl no he doesn't it's so frustrating (laughs) to me because if he said oh no i found this song um it fell from a girl's hands in town and maybe that would have sparked something she's like that girl that you met that's the one I'm talking about, but no, mm-hmm. nothing. They don't yeah. remember anything. And they give yeah. no exposition to each other <laughs> unless it's about something irrelevant. Yeah. <sighs> so. Nobody's asking the right questions. It's true. Nobody's asking like, any questions. Any questions. <laughs> no one's yeah. asking anything. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so. Uh, we have now arrived at the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so the dinner happens. We have the two gentlemen from the fair. We have Boo Boo, who is drinking champagne. We have the two young women who are our primary leads. The mother of Vaughn. And we have... What's his name? Subtil. And grandpa who it it appears was the friend that was a friend of subtil because they met doing 
like astrophysics what the hell did he say something like that which makes sense because we saw like the grandpa building like these model aircraft but it seems to be like they're smart people they have a conversation i think this is where there's a little tie-in with uh the umbrellas of sherbog because bill mentions that he met etienne in sherbog or something like that like he was wandering aimlessly something about a woman that broke his heart and then subtil chimes in the conversation is not that entertaining and it is mentioned in the film that it, the dinner was dull but subtil has is given the honor to cut the cake and he's just like oh i wouldn't know what to do and it's just like it's a knife you cut it into into the number of pieces that are people here so he cuts the cake and starts to divvy it up and he leaves fairly early at, into like I don't know how much dinner they actually had but he leaves and then the two gentlemen yeah. from the fair also leave because they need to start early I guess. Boo Boo's passed out so his mom has to carry him up the stairs the two girls leave. Wasn't he drinking you... champagne? Yes he was. He was. Um, the mom's like, Yvonne's like, you know, like, she like makes a comment about it, like being like, you know, like, don't drink too much or something like that. And I'm like, I mean, I wish like one time you would follow through on something. <laughs> you would just like one time give him <laughs> any indication that there's repercussions for his actions. But, you know, I guess not. No, it's too much. After the dinner, it is now time for the performances. The fair is happening. And it's like really like going. There's like confetti everywhere, streamers. Mm. Like it's it's a big fair. They have like the children doing the performances. They have like a whole basketball ballet happening. Um <laughs> Yeah. What team? Wildcats. Sorry. <laughs> oh God. Then we like we see we got to see how they sell the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's just like spinning on a thing with one of them <laughs> gracefully like maneuvering like mm-hmm. in like it's very random like in random like poses but like very graceful i'm like all right (laughs) go off and then we get the girls doing their actual performance which they are dressed up in like these red gowns with like slits up the thigh Mm -hmm. um their hair is like very teased and high well higher than they had it before because they had just the, this long bob, but now it's like up around their face, and they're singing "Summer Day" song. It kind of, um, uh, according to I Am the Day, uh, is a bit of an homage to the opening number of. Gentlemen prefer blondes. Um, little mm-hmm. girl from Little Rock with the red dresses and everything. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I can see it. Like, even, like, the sort of intro of the music as well is kind of like, I, I, I can, you know, I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the song goes off great, but they pull it off really well. Giam is out there to watch them as well, and he goes backstage to try and talk to Delphine, who is very much just like, oh, thank you for the flattering comments that you're giving me. I never want to see you again. Uh, and again, he's just like, okay. And he leaves. I was like, he's like bruh. Well, he, he does say, like, I can take you to Paris. Like, it'll be, like, nicer in my car or whatever. And she's like, no. And he's like, all right. And, and he's like, oh, because he also, at one point, uh, when he'd asked, like, when they'd had their, like, second conversation after their, their breakup or whatever, had, like, misled her. Because at first he'd said that the painter had gone to Paris. But then he said again, when they met again, that he'd gone to Germany. That, like, he got upset and somehow got him sent to Germany or whatever. And now he's like, okay, whatever. Like he he's gone to Paris. It's like small. You guys will probably find each other. And I was like, well, that at least there's that, I guess. <laughs> like, I I did not expect that to be like as easy the, as it was. I feel like that's the last conversation that they have, though. Okay, yeah, no, so still, this is where still... he tells her that he's in Germany. Then I guess. Yes, yes, this is the Germany one. Also, after Yam. Simon comes and he's again they're again they're doing the thing where they're like uh okay you you performed great he's like oh thank you um my composer friend Andy is is willing to meet with you and she's like oh thank you so much and I'm just like I feel like given an extra day, y'all would have been the two that end up together. And that's like weird. Um, Especially consider like, like Mm -hmm. what if you had, and then you went to introduce this guy to your mom. And then all of a sudden it's like, I know it would have been (laughs) true, like horror. (laughs) (laughs) Cause like, not only is that your mother's ex, it's also your brother's dad. So like, no, no. Mm-hmm. so simon leaves and then the girls go to change and bill and etienne are still like in the backstage area with them and they just decide to come out and say we're in love with you and we want to sleep with you and i was like what and the girls rightfully are also like what and they're just like well that's just how it is that's just nature you know if you like someone you want to have sex with them and i'm just like okay i feel like that's not what you mean (laughs) i feel like you don't mean love per se and there and the girls are just like why are men always like this like Mm -hmm. why can they never surprise us they get into this back and forth song which ends with them uh being like can we well we're not leaving without a kiss and can we kiss you and it's just like they're like okay but they kiss them on the cheek they kiss the girls on the cheek and i'm just like oh that went differently than i was (laughs) 
thinking yeah. it was gonna go yeah. i was like i was like wow i'm actually kind of grateful again yeah. this movie is surprising me at every turn <laughs> like the bar is so low for me <laughs> But despite the rejection, the guys are still like, so you're coming tomorrow. And they're just, the girls are like, as long as you behave. And so they're still able to plan to go with them to Paris on Monday. Monday morning rolls around. You can see all of the trucks packed. The fair, the the fairground, the courtyard is now empty again, except for the trucks. Everyone's packing up, uh, getting ready to ship out. We find out that the killer of the dan the dancer is is Subtil, because <laughs> they get brought a newspaper. And Yvonne is proud because her girls are on the front page, even though it has like a weird heading of like the twins find their Gemini. And they're just like, I don't understand what that means. But they find out that Subtil is a murderer. Uh, <laughs> and they're just like, what? <laughs> okay, I guess like his affect was a little weird. I'm not going to lie. But, like, I didn't think he was a murderer. And the guys are just like, uh, oh, no, Yvonne is just like, oh, all of that with the knife stuff. And she's like, oh, that sly dog. It's like pretending he doesn't know how to use a knife when clearly he does murder. Um, but the girls begin to wake up. Delphine is first. And because the door is ringing so she gets up but it's someone for an appointment to lodge a lesson with Solange and she's just like lessons are cancelled forever and closes the door I was like damn Delphine shit Solange comes out afterwards and Delphine is like oh it was it was um it was a tutoring appointment. She's like, oh, at this hour. And it feels like it's 11.30. Like, oh, we'll never make it for 12. <laughs> but they don't hasten to start to get ready at all. Yeah. I was like, okay. Are you guys going to make it for 12? Because now you have me concerned. Because there's like no urgency at all. They're like still packing and stuff. When Simon comes to the apartment and... <laughs> He tells Solange that Andy is at his piano shop, but he's going to be leaving like today. So if you want to see him and that gets her in gear because she runs into her room and changes into into white and she doesn't take anything with her. So I'm guessing she thought she'd have time to go there and come back and get her suitcase and then go to the the thing. I was just like, okay. So she runs off and Delphine is like, oh, I still have a lot of things to do. Could you pick up my brother for me, Bobo? And so he he agrees to do that. The next time we see her, she's ready. She's coming to 
the um the cafe because she has but she says goodbye she's saying goodbye to the mother for the both of them yeah but before she gets there maxence comes through because he is leaving also to go to paris but he's dressed casually this time he's not in his uniform or anything so when Yvonne is still distracted with the news that Subtil is murderous, he comes and they have a little exchange. He tells her that he's going to Paris and he leaves his bag there accidentally on the table as he leaves. Then, then, <laughs> then um, Delphine comes in and her mom is questioning where Solange is and if they'll have time to make it i'm kind of guessing at this point because my subtitles stopped working around here so i'm only going Um, on inferences all right so okay delphine says she's come to say goodbye for the both of them and says that solange has gone to meet uh andy miller at the music shop and to pick up her brother they've sent simon yeah, and they she said then Monsieur says Dane. like, yeah, she's like, ah, uh, you know, he's got a funny little name, um, Monsieur Dame or whatever, and she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, that's insane. Okay, anyways, bye. And so she's like, she, you know, she's like, uh, like you, like stay here, and wait while I go and and go to him. I mean, Delphine has no contacts for what's going on, but <laughs> Yvonne like runs off. And so at this point, right, I'm like, okay, okay. Maxon's <laughs> gonna come back. He's gonna pick up his bag. They're gonna see each other. Boom bam. Great. <laughs> it's like but it's grandpa, the end of the movie. Everything's making sense. Literally. Literally. Grandpa says something and she gets up. And I was, I am not exaggerating when I say (laughs) I screamed. I screamed no. I I literally, I screamed no. Like, like if my brother could hear me, I'm sure, like, I'm sure he was like, what the what is happening in that room? I like literally scream, no, no, no. Because he comes in, Maxence comes in, gets his bag, he goes, she comes back into like, because like she went to the back or whatever to give the newspaper to, um, the, to grandpa. And so, but by the time she comes back out, he's gone. And I was like, I cannot. Believe everybody's meeting everybody except her. I was vexed. I was, I was, I was, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so Yvonne's gone off to see Simon, and Solange has gone to the music shop to see Andy. And this is where, you know, Andy and Solange are like, oh my gosh, it's you. Mm-hmm. It's me. <laughs> they have a little dance number together. Simon, mm-hmm. not Simon. Um, <sighs> Andy. Andy and Solange. They dance together and then they 
they kiss here? I don't think so. But they walk out of the music shop, you know, leaning against each other. The world is all rosy now. And then Yvonne runs down to the school and she calls out Bobo as they're coming out before Simon can. And so Simon turns around because uh, he's like, oh, who's calling for Bobo? I thought I was supposed to be. And he sees her and he's like, Yvonne? And mm-hmm. they're, he, they're just so enamored to see each other and just like, oh, wow. So they've gotten together and it's now... Delphine is now like left on her own and the the men uh Etienne and Bill are like okay we need to go like what's happening they're just like and Delphine is like oh, no just like give her a minute I don't know where she is but she doesn't end up coming Solange but who does come is Josette <laughs> who's like I'll just talk of Paris I also want to go <laughs> So she just runs away from her waitressing job to join the fair on the way to Paris. And so they all pile into this trailer truck and they leave. They leave. They go. And there's like this dance that occurs in the fountains. Uh, Yeah. And this is a scene that I'm, I suppose, is meant to be not meant to be like again i'm referring to like the imdb db trivia section and i'm sure maybe if it's if it's in the trivia section maybe it's on wikipedia somewhere as well um that like the this scene is the exact same choreography or at least echoes the same choreography as the end of an american in paris so like that ties that all together some more mm-hmm. um as we have the carnies going off oh and delphine's like sad <laughs> yeah he's like in the in the truck and sad and i'm like girl same like, <laughs> <laughs> everybody like else got their person but you and you were the one who like out of everyone we were hearing like the two of y'all were talking about each other in this like you know what i mean like like i know they're out there like they're like i don't like we've never met but like in my head you know what i mean i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't get to see each other okay and i'm still a bit vexed about this too because like whatever uh maxence like uh you know uh hitchhiking hitchhikes and I don't know whether or not he gets on that exact truck, but he gets on one of them. He's not on the same truck as her because okay. the truck. I was I was looking at it. I was paying attention yeah. because the truck she gets into it has shell written on the bottom, and oh, that one God, is it. at the back of the caravan. He gets into the truck at the front, so oh. it's like they're in the same caravan. They're going to the yeah. same place, but they're in different trucks. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, and so I, I was just like, and so we just never get to see them see each other. <laughs> I feel like that's so mean, Monsieur I mean, Jacques we... Demy. Like that's mean. <laughs> like we have the, I think because their resolution is 
easy because as soon as Maxence gets off when they stop in Paris, like as soon as he sees her, like as soon as he's going to be like, oh, wow. And their relationship is going to start. That's fine. I'm just saying I would have liked to see that moment. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I don't Um, mind that like that's, you know, like that is the logical conclusion like i assume that that's the case as well that like obviously they're on this they're in the same sort of like they're in the same line they're in the you know if if they're not in the same car they're in the same like line of cars so when everybody gets off and is saying goodbye to each other or whatever there is a high probability of them bumping into each other i i just would have liked to see them lock eyes mm-hmm like, I feel like that could have been, like, the last scene and it would have been great. Um, right? But it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like it's fine, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, that is that is the end of uh, Les Demoiselles de Rochefort. So, now we come to the end of the movie and the beginning of our ratings using our standard rhetoric for the music, choreography, uh, story, and overall enjoyment. We'll start with the music and choreography. I like the music. <laughs> I really enjoy, like, I really enjoy music that I don't get to hear very often, styles and piece, and also some of the compositions in this movie despite the actors not really knowing how to fake play things is really nice and pleasant mm. choreography some of the moves are no i mean i wouldn't say any of the moves are outdated per se some of them are not used so currently but it fits in with the style of the music and the time period so i'm not really gonna that's nothing for me to really complain about in terms of the music and or the choreography i like some of the dance sequences that they had i'll I'll give it like a 3.75 no that's low i'll give it four four out of five concertos fallen concertos cool I really like the music. There are some songs that I really, really liked. And then the other songs I liked. <laughs> the choreography, I also enjoyed quite a bit. Like I said, I enjoyed that like, there's so many moments that aren't necessarily within like songs per se, where like people within the street are dancing and like it's choreographed dancing. Um, and it's just like, it just looks fun and stylistic. And I don't know, I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed seeing that. We don't like, we don't get to see a lot of choreography showcased um, in the way that, you know, the, it's, it is here. So I really, really did appreciate getting to see that. And I'm gonna give it, I think I'm gonna give it a four, I'm gonna give it a 4.5. Am I giving it a 4.5 right now? I'm giving it a 4.5. <laughs> I'm giving it 4.5 concertos. 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 Story. I I really liked... Uh, I mean, the story doesn't take you, like, very far. It's all within these four days. More like three and a half days in this, in this little small town. I appreciated the 
pacing of the introduction of characters so I could like mostly follow along with what was happening. I I don't know if it needed the side murder plot. That I think that was just like a funny little thing that they threw in. But I feel like the movie could have lived the same life without it. I, I'll 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 leave it there. Um, so for story, I'm going to give it. 4.25 out of 5 newspapers. Nice. I like the story. I I like I don't often enjoy being frustrated about misconnections. <laughs> Cuz like again, it's like, oh my gosh, ask one question. <laughs> ask one follow-up question and I promise you everybody's problems are solved but nobody's asking and like everyone's just like taking a lot of stuff at face value which is really (laughs) funny um but I you know still found myself like just like I was deeply invested and just like definitely enjoying it and I think it's somehow the way that this is told even with all of like the strange stuff and like the randomness of the murder and the 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 bits that were a little frustrating like all of that still I think like with the dialogue the way that it's written and the pacing I don't know it's really it was just like a really fun couple hours to spend with these people for their little three days or whatever. And I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it four point two five newspapers as well. Okay. So finally, overall enjoyment. Did I enjoy this movie? Yeah. <laughs> I love how like strong strong-willed the the main lead women are um how they how they know what they want they chase after it they're not really fuss like fussy about men even though they're looking for the love of their lives they refuse to settle and all of the side plots and the subtle like intertwining they did with each other is really interesting the only part of that movie i think i didn't really like was when they were like reflecting over all of the songs like layering them on top of each other and having a little flashes mm, to each mm. that's the only one because it didn't sound like a medley it sounded like a mess um mm. and i don't think that's what they were going for but it's what they got so that's my only complaint about the movie the rest of it was pretty pretty good like it's a de- it while the vibe is not akin to Mamma Mia it kind of reminds me of like the more laid back points where you're still having fun uh, even though there's not necessarily something terribly exciting happening on the screen Mm -hmm. so for that reason I will give it 4.25 yeah 4.25 paintings of Delphine nice I really, really enjoyed this movie. Like I mentioned earlier, I watched it, you know, as, you know, the cap off of basically a very long 
uh, session <laughs> of France-based movies. I watched an American in Paris, followed by Lola, followed by um, the Umber Umbrellas of Cherbourg, followed by this one. And of all four, this is my favorite by far. And this is not even to say like, like I liked the other ones, you know, Lola and Umbrellas of Cherbourg more than I did an American in Paris, I'm sorry. But, um, like, I liked them, but I, like, genuinely loved this one. I found myself um, in moments, I I think a couple of songs, there were a couple of songs where as they finished, I was like, wait a minute, run that shit back. <laughs> where, I, like, I went back and I was like, I'm going to watch that again. Um, so I, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie quite a lot. I... I actually legitimately forgot about that moment, about the the that the layering moment. I also made that like had that note in my head, like, oh, this like weird sort of um fading between the songs is like weird. And I think mostly because it doesn't seem like they're a part of the same song, which they're not. You know, we've we had that moment where we where we talked about how Lin Manuel Miranda is like does that a lot, right? Like, mm -hmm. so like I so I also had that note where I was like, oh, it it could have been different. It could have been um, more cohesive. Um, but outside of that, and outside of the fact that we don't get to see Delphine and Maxence, like lock eyes outside of those two things uh, such a good movie like i really really like it <laughs> it's so good vibes are amazing songs great choreography great it was nice to see gene kelly like <laughs> i was just like yes um so i also fun fact um i guess i i probably mentioned this at the top that like Outside of this movie and like Weed Femme, um, the actresses for Delphine and Yvonne have played mother and daughter like f six times, somewhere between four and six times. Um, and I think this was the first time that they played mother and daughter. But yeah, I would, I will give this for over, uh, overall enjoyment. 4.5 paintings of Delphine. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's time for obsessions, what we've been loving at the most. Theater news and conventions, movie musicals and shows. Here are our obsessions, things we'd love to talk about. Here are our obsessions, time for up. For <laughs> obsessions is now. Da -da -da -da. Okay, great. <laughs> As the song indicates, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about movie, musical, news, movie, theater, things, things. <laughs> things that are just like things that we like um, that are theater, news, movie, movie related, etc. Um, and I didn't really have much. So I will just say two things. Thing one is I liked Umbrellas of Chabouf, so you can go watch that. It's an, op it's an opera, 
I was going to say opera. It's an opera, full on opera. So, I mean, you'd be prepared for that if you're going to go watch it. But I did like it. So I do recommend it if you would like. Yeah, it is also kind of like a sort of contained story, but it takes place over a couple years. <laughs> um, and the second thing is that there is a musical con happening for all you people in London, that is exciting for you. Love that. So the West End's first ever musical theater fan convention will be happening at Excel London between the 22nd and the 23rd of October this year, 2022. And the tickets, early bird tickets are um, available to be bought now. The prices are between 29 and 165 pounds so if you go to musicalcon.co.uk you can find everything you need to know about that bunch of stuff is happening people will be there uh, including amy atkinson and leighton williams to name two and yeah there will be other stuff happening as well like lip syncs and uh master classes and fan meets etc fun 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 till her daddy took the t-bird away sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so for my bit uh i actually have a thing that i like this week not <laughs> news <laughs> it's amazing i know um so it is called the ninth hour it is a retelling of uh, the story of Beowulf. It is actually, uh, there is a filmed performance of it uh, available. I think it's through one of the uh, theater associations on YouTube. So they have the full filmed one. And on Spotify, they have a selection of songs that they like properly recorded they didn't do like all of the songs for some reason um that's just the ones that they liked i guess uh but it has uh james schaefer which uh his voice is great uh (laughs) but but yeah so it's called the ninth hour um it is a retelling of beowulf and also the uh, I don't know how like practical it is. So I said his name backwards. So <laughs> his name is Schaefer okay. James. But the two lead positions are chosen by a coin toss in the beginning of the musical. Yeah. The Ninth Hour is a Beowulf for the modern age inspired by one of the oldest works in Western canon. The Ninth Hour explores the intricacies of mankind's relationship with power and violence through movement, ASL, and rock anthems. Cool. So yeah. If you don't want to watch the whole thing you can listen to the six song selection on spotify nice i just remembered something barbie it takes two i think oh has come God. out of the u.s <laughs> <laughs> i cannot believe okay i think it came out um in the u.s but it's coming out in um south africa in May. So, like, by the time that the next episode comes out, it will have come out. And so, maybe 
I will have seen it and maybe I'll have like actual thoughts on it. But um, yeah, I just wanted to alert you that it is either on the way or already here for some of y'all. Um, check your Netflixes. Um, some of the music videos or whatever are on YouTube already, so you can check that out too. That is all. You can check out all of our obsessions on our Tumblr, and that is Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast tumblr.com you can also follow us on instagram and twitter at tmmtmm podcast we have an email tell me more tell me more podcast at gmail.com we have playlists for the songs that we like from the movies that we watch a playlist for each year that the podcast has existed if you go into spotify and you go to TMM, TMM podcast, and you go to the profile and not the podcast itself, you will find the playlist there. Thank you for listening to April in Paris. Uh, we will be having a fun time in Beatlemania next month. That is right. That is a pun on Beatlemania and May. <laughs> um so get excited for that thanks for listening <laughs> um for the podcast tell me more time about the podcast i've been your host leah and i've been your host adicia goodbye goodbye